get off the phone. Oh, you know it's what's gonna be funny. okay. You know what's funny about that? What's is funny? Because I didn't think we were recording. That's why I was on my phone. Hey Judah. Oh, okay. There's nothing funny about. Really? You know what's not funny palsy. is that my my <laughs> okay, we cannot my that laptop in. is not. That I said there's nothing funny about cerebral palsy. Am I wrong? Are you saying that we should joke about cerebral palsy? I have made it worse somehow. Now you're just gonna go up this shit, dude. There it is, everybody. Steven, Steven wants to continue nope. cerebral palsy, and he thinks it's funny. Wow. You mean cerebral palsy? We, we actually can't. I feel like this is you can actually get in trouble with these guys, like with guidelines. Timmy, Timmy. Probably. Timmy. This is dangerous. But you know what? We already crossed that line by in the last hey four guys. episodes now just saying that. Let's make fun of disabled people. <laughs> That's episode. not a guideline. I'm pretty sure there's like an actual, I don't know. It's our God-given right to joke about 9-11, guys. There we go. I thought we were talking about disabled people. My right is a, yeah, we were talking about cerebral palsy. Dude. Hey everybody, welcome to Three Brothers One Brain Cell. This is Judah speaking. Hey, this is Justice speaking. Whoa. Steven? Hey guys. <laughs> it's me, Steven. Hey. Hi, Steven. Here <laughs> on um, Three Brothers One Brain Cell, we are two, three little goofy guys. Three beans in a pod. Baby. <laughs> Please be quiet while I'm doing my Three intro. beans made okay. in the same pod. <laughs> three pods in Okay. Three All right. No, no, I'm not. We're not going down that trail. Hey, guys, <laughs> if you're listening to this. pod. Okay. Huh? Hey. Five pods in the pee-pee. I'm sorry if this is your first time listening. <laughs> we need to be conscious about talking over each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm keeping it. It's staying in the episode. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, dude, I wouldn't be able to know that that was an issue. <laughs> if you hadn't have said that while I was talking. <laughs> Welcome to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell, where we're obviously three. All right, but we really do need to be conscious about how we talk over each other, dude. Dude. <laughs> I think Judah's trying to start the episode off right now. Fuck. If you can't, uh, <laughs> if you can't tell, we're three biological brothers. If you couldn't tell, I say that to piss Justice off because he's like, "Why do you say biological every single time?" It's called three brothers, one brain cell. Not all biological brothers are this chummy. Yeah, exactly. You know so, what? You're right. All right. Um, on this here podcast, like I've been trying to say for the past like a while, um, we each bring a topic to the table each uh, episode. Each of the times that we do it, each time. Um, and so, each of us... Dude, it's just lost all meaning. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. we bring a topic. It's random every time. It's different. We try to bring something new to the table every episode, and we roll the dice to see who goes first. Uh, Justice will be initiating the tw- die 20 roll right now. As I do all the time. 17, baby. Nobody's beating that, dude. 17. Oh, yeah? There are three numbers above that one. Judah, which is am I, I'm going roll now. I rolled eight. Ooh. All right, baby. Let's work my unlucky magic. Roll a one, baby. Roll Roll a a one. one. Roll a five. Dude, he's so unlucky with it. Every single time. Am I lucky or 
Am I am I unlucky or by just that predictable? Are you lucky in an unlucky sense or yeah, dude? Anyways, dude, if you rolled, if I rolled a one, you would somehow roll like break the dice. You would just <laughs> yeah. you would break it. It would roll on the on the corner every time. All right, guys, you know what you know what day it is. I don't know if you know what week week it is actually. Has it been that long? Is it Wick Week? It's Wiki Week, everybody. Wiki Week. Dude, I just and uh, are you serious? I I like to breathe. Stop huffing oxygen, Steven. (laughs) Steven, stop trying to get proper airflow. I will close this curtain now, and Uh, we can continue. If we do what? If we open that up and get some fresh air in here, we don't need to, dude. No, just hotbox it, dude. Hotbox it. All right, we're safe. Hotbox the shit parts. All right. So, I was perusing around the site. Go ahead. There was nothing nothing wrong with the take I was doing. I'm not cutting that. This is all staying in. Jump scare warning. (laughs) (laughs) I think Judas just, like... This is projecting this out onto <laughs> you now. Yeah. Okay, so I was perusing around the wiki page as I normally do, Ooh. and I've been trying to stave away from like the magic section of it all because I've done a lot of them. Really? But this one, this one kind of <laughs> trying, trying to. Yeah. But is, this it magi- one, is it magic again, Justice? Well, this one fell into my lap, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This one was just too... <laughs> you know what it's about to fall into your lap? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Magic. Okay. So, uh, this one is titled, How to Cast a Wiccan Circle. Uh-oh. Now, I don't Uh-oh. know if we got any wikis out there. I know somebody who's a Wiccan. <laughs> yeah? I don't personally know them. They're... On th- 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 yeah. Okay. I just know of someone who's a Wiccan. Uh, this is Wiccan. This is witchcraft. Uh, and it's oh. how to cast a Wiccan circle. Uh-oh. Uh, this Uh-oh. is for all those cool kids out there who <clears throat> like to have circles. Hey, I'm gonna um, go ahead and say I am uncomfortable with I, this. I, no, I personally do not <laughs> condone witchcraft. No, that that stuff whatsoever. I, I will not mess I with think, that. I think that there's like. I don't know. See, I've met somebody who is all up in the witching of crafts, and they seem like, like nice people. There are like the two different kinds. You've got the you've got the people who are like chill and use it almost as like a meditative type of but deal, and how? but then you've got like the yeah. See, I don't I I don't do that. You but know, like which, I don't witchcraft is witchcraft. There's I know, no like like. But then there's like then there's the kind who are dude, like they want to summon demons. And the Wiccans, like, dude. That's Wiccans, like that's I'm listen. So, <clears throat> Wiccans is more like a lifestyle type thing, which is interesting because they put. It's spe- not. A, it's not. No, no. A I'm cult. saying is like they, lifestyle, dude. I I watched some of the dude's videos because like he like he he followed me on TikTok and I followed him back and like I haven't unfollowed him, but I don't. I never look at his stuff anymore. But like. He, like, I don't know if he's still Wiccan or not, but I remember him being, like, he put spells or something on his food. It's just really weird. He's put spells on his Dude, food? Dude, that's, yeah, like, while this, he's cooking. this whole line of reasoning feels like the same terminology that this dude, it looked like a KKK member. Huh? Was in, like, this this court oh. meeting. It's like, no, see, we're a peaceful racist. We're peaceful racists. Oh, yeah. No, it's he like, said we're, we're a totally peaceful racist group. We're a totally, we're a totally peaceful, peaceful racist, racist group. group. Not, uh, you... Uh, 
That's like the. That's and then, like, and he was trying to defend himself. Yeah, he wasn't even trying to refute that he well, called themselves guys, racist. They were a totally peaceful racist group. But yeah, that, that's what I'm what saying. It's like that. that argument's like the same thing for like witchcraft. Yeah, it's like oh, but I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm a chill racist. Chris from Family Guy. Yes, dude, you got it. Yes. Okay, okay let's. Let's do witchcraft. Uh, oh. So witchcraft oh. is cool, uh, but we're not doing witchcraft. We're just casting, we're it. just casting the circle today. Okay? Yeah, which is not witchcraft, obviously. It's not witchcraft because it's just the circle. You're only doing the circle part of it. Okay. If you're a fan of circles, this this segment is for you. Circles. Is this cool. like soaking? What? No. <laughs> Stop. I had, to, I had to explain Why that to y'all the other day. Why did you have to say that? Why did you have to mention that? I had to explain to y'all what soaking this was. This is what these explanations what feel yeah. like. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, sure. Yeah. What? Okay. Sure. Let's just keep going. I'm kidding. I just felt like saying So it. let's go through the methods, right? God damn it. Everything keeps falling out of my pockets. Let's go through the methods. <clears throat> Method one. Uh, is setting up the physical circle. Now, this mm. part's... Uh, a lot like soaking. It's a lot like okay, soaking. No, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm oh sorry. My God, this bra- is a bad bit. Step number yeah. one, find a quiet place with an even surface for your circle. In order to have the proper focus to create a Wiccan circle, you'll need a place where you can concentrate. So choose somewhere that you're not likely to be disturbed. Uh, I hate, I really hate this for people who are just trying to set up like a normal circle on the floor because this one says that it is a Wiccan circle. So oh, yeah. all of you circle fans out there who aren't witches and just want to put a circle in your floor, Wiccans. don't don't follow this. Sorry, dude. They're not witches. They're Wiccans. Apparently there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Uh, if you're casting a circle of protection, you may have to do it so in less than ideal circumstances. That's fine. Just try to focus your energy as much as you can. Thanks for that one. Uh, there was nothing... Rela- okay. Just Thanks. think circle. If and you're ever in circle. a dire situation and need protection, don't read this. Oh. <laughs> um... That's not what it says. That's just what I said. Oh, okay. I was about to say, this is article that's basic. What that, that's what the circle of protection was like. It was like, this is going to probably not help you if you're <laughs> like trying to do it for protection. Uh, <laughs> step number two, decide on the size you need the circle to be. Your circle hmm. should be large enough for you and anyone else involved in the ritual to move around in comfortably. Okay. What kind of ritual are we talking about? <laughs> What do you think, dude? Who knows, dude? Whatever witches do, I Wiccans do. I'm sorry. I'm Win- being Winchin? insensitive. Oh. Whatever the Winchins do. Oh. Whatever Satanists, witches, Wiccans do. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I mean, <laughs> bitches. All right. I said it uh, again. Dude. Circle your circle and do something. If it's too small, you won't have room for your ceremony, and you risk having someone accidentally break the circle. Dude, Ooh. don't break the. If you're the only one practicing, you can use a circle with a radius of about three to five feet. Very cool. Uh, a circle <laughs> around nine feet is sufficient for three to four people. Mm. Also is it? super cool. Four people? What if I want more than four people? Oh. If you have Wait, a large group up, of people, have everyone stand in a circle holding hands to determine the size of the circle Do, you need to cast. Hold up. Do they know how circles work? Did they say a radius? It's the fucking circumference, dude. A radius is is half of the circle, which means the circle would be 18 feet long. A radius is... 18 feet around. A radius is half of the circle. A radius is... Going out from the center would be nine feet, which means the whole circle would be 18 18 feet. 
These people don't know how fucking circles work. Dude, dude. radius just sounds better. What's the thing when it cuts it in half? Radius. The line that goes through the whole thing. Circumference. Diameter. Diameter, sorry, yeah. No. I don't fucking know. Oh, damn. Dude, Hold on. it's no, 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 radius no, no, no. is it a now. point oh. from the center to the edge of the circle is the radius. Di- diameter is half of the circle. Circumference is the outskirts, how how long the circle is around. Yeah. I know my stuff. I'm a circle expert, and they're not being circular. Step number three, clear the space for the circle. In some cases, this will involve physically cleaning up the space, removing furniture and decorations if you're inside, or moving rocks and twigs if you're outdoors. Yes. However, mm. you may also want to perform a ritual cleansing to rid the area of any bad energy. Yes. Yikes. But this is a Wiccan circle. Rid the energy of so any good energy. get the fuck out of that circle, dude, if you're a witch. <laughs> you don't put yourself in there. You are the bad energy. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is an attack. This is attacking people. This is not the goal. This is a threat. I know. You're, uh, I'm just One kidding. of the most popular ways to spiritually clear an area is with smudging or uh, burning a dried plant like sage, lavender, cedar, or rosemary. Weed. You want to name off a couple more? Weed. Weed. Uh, the smoke from these herbs is mm. thought to ward off evil spirits. Mm. Wart them. Uh, finally, draw a physical circle on the ground if you'd like. Interesting. With, with I thought that was the whole goal. <laughs> I thought that was the point of having a circle. Why is it is that there would, I thought there would be a circle if there needed to be a circle. They're like, let's draw a circle. You don't have to. <laughs> no. If you'd like to, there could be a circle. But we're not Dude, here for the circle. That's literally how the, the step four opens. If you'd like, you can draw or create a circle. Although this isn't necessary. You can what? draw the circle in chalk, sprinkle salt, or water in a circle on the ground. Oh, it ha- there has to be a circle, though. Or make a circle out of rocks, for instance. You can even use your finger to draw a circle on the dirt or in the carpet if you want. Could I pee in a circle? There's no right or wrong way to make a circle. Oh. Piss circle. Uh, be sure whatever you use forms a solid ring, for instance. Okay. If you use a piece of cord, make sure to tie the ends together. My aim is pretty good. So you would have to be able to pee. I guess that would be easier for you to do if you stand in the center and just like pivot around in a circle. Oh. You'd have, have to be a pretty solid have, stream. You have to have a pretty solid stream. We'd have to tag or, team it, though, because I don't think we could pee that long. Or yeah. to fit all, all three, three of, us, of us could stand... A in dude. a triangle and pee and stand yeah. back to back and just rotate while we're dude. peeing and cover yeah. any spots that we missed. Uh, creating, Solid plan. Creating a visual circle can help you stay Great. focused during the casting ritual. I don't think we'd be very focused if we were all peeing together like that. <laughs> no, it no, also, it can also be helpful if you'll have several people inside the circle and you're concerned they won't remember <laughs> where the line is. Well, uh, then there we go. Three people peeing at once. Yeah. So we can super stay focused easy. enough. We're brothers. Uh, step number five, set up your altar and any tools you plan on using for the ceremony. Altar? Oh, God. This is not in, once, this is not any territory I want. Once you've refined the boundaries of your circle, either mentally or by drawing it on the ground, you should set up your altar, if you're using one, along with any ritual objects you might need. VHS box set of Diary of a Wimpy Kid and then um, tissues. Your altar <laughs> silence is so loud. <laughs> I just hated how specific it was with the diary of a wimpy kid <laughs> and tissues. Uh, your altar can be a desk, table, wooden stump, or any other object with a flat surface. No shit. Really? However, it's 
if it's possible, try to use an object made from natural materials like wood, stone, or metal. That way, your serum. It's made from trees. <laughs> Dude, what the fucking <laughs> Uh That way, yeah. your ceremony will be more closely connected to nature. Uh, cool. Which mm-hmm. is an important component of Wicca. You're right. See, that's the thing. You've got, like, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like You've got, like, the hippies who are about, like, the nature aspect of the Wiccan mm. religion, and then you've got the cult people who are like, I sacrifice babies. Which is this part. See, but the Orient... Which is the one up next, which says to sacrifice babies. Oh. See, but, the like, the orientation and the process of it all, like, the ritual is, like, literally the same, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Just one of them likes to sacrifice babies you can, and the other you can, one likes trees. I was about to say, you can call me out as much as you want, but, like, it's, like, kind of feels call like... call you out. Dude, I'm going to call you out. No, not call me out. It's, like, you can... Cri- people can criticize me oh. as much as they want, but it's like feels like two sides of the same coin here. More like... Okay. Cripicize. Cripicize, uh, yeah. dude. <laughs> All right, we're on to method two. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Casting the spiritual circle. Purify yourself according to your practice. Before you step into your circle, take a few moments to breathe deeply and focus on your intention for the ceremony. The exact way you cleanse yourself will depend on the Wiccan tradition you follow. But if you'd like, you can meditate, chant, perform a smudging, or take a ritual bath. How cool is that, dude? I want to take a ritualistic bath. In a circle? I don't know if they meant in the circle, but I mean... Okay, the bathtub They didn't say that you don't... Wait, so if I have a circular bathtub, that could just always be my... Yeah. I just have every ritual be in a bathtub. Yeah, just can, like, double as an altar, too? Salt around the rim and yeah. do, like, a margarita bath. I, I oh. am a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> this is my practice. Uh, step number two in this page. Enter the circle and have any other members join you. Mm. Once you're cleansed... Enter the circle. Then invite anyone else who's practicing with you to step into the circle as well. Hmm. If you'd like, you can also offer an invocation inviting deities or spirits to join you. Cool. For instance, you might call upon the god and the goddess. Or, you, if you drew a pinnacle, you might call on the five elements, which are earth, fire, air, water, and spirit. Not a satanic yeah, star. I didn't know any of that. Who the <laughs> f- god and goddess. So they're just They're just hanging out, I guess. I don't know. See, this is like, I don't know anything about the Wiccan. Yeah. Like, somebody who follows the Wiccan teachings, they're probably like, oh, yes, of course. And I have no fucking idea what's going on here. The five elements that uh, form the pentagram. Clearly. That is cool. Of course. Oh. Uh, if you set candles at each of the cardinal points, move clockwise around the circle, calling upon the deity of each direction as you light the candles. This is known as calling the quarters. This is... That sounds a little... Dairy Satanic. Yes. That sounds a little silly. It does sound a little silly. <laughs> Calling the quarters. Um, One quarter? Two quarter? <laughs> three, three quarters? quarters. Wait, and, a... oh, what? Ah, oh, I forgot the oh, other one. Oh, I'm sorry. There are five points to the store. That doesn't fucking make sense <laughs> that you call it quarters. Anyways. Oh shit. Uh yeah. okay, Call so there's out, a lot dude. of there's a lot of like witchcraft stuff in here. Which so is, we're just gonna really? see to- <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have guessed, dude. Um, so method three <laughs> of three, final method is exiting and closing the circle. Open a door if you need to temporarily leave the circle. In order mm. for a circle to be effective, it cannot be broken once it's formed. 
If you do need to step out of the circle during the ceremony, use your casting tool and make a cutting motion across the line you created. What's the casting tool? Now, this is, goes back to when we did the magic wand shit. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Magic so wand? with your wand. I could use my penis. Yes. Of course. Yes. Oh, that's right. Your penis. Yes. Uh, Makes sense, dude. And I'll be in the bath, too. Yeah, so basically, you just, like, you just With my box set of Diary of a Wimpy Kid and my tissues. Please. In my bath, (laughs) using my penis. Let let the man finish. To open a door. Let let Uh, him finish the stuff. Number two, thank the deities or guardians at the end. Oh, throw (gasps) back to the guardians, dude. Dude, 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 guardians. Are we going to have guardians, like, around? Are we going to be the guardians? I don't know, dude. I guess you can summon them in your circle, in your margarita bathtub if you want. (laughs) So is that, like, would I call up up a guardian or something? Uh, Yeah, I guess. Uh, Oh, and then you ask them to leave at the end. You have to ask ask whoever you summoned in to leave. While I'm using my wand in the bathtub, I'm going to call in my brother, who's also a guardian, and be like, hey, get out of here. And then get out. Leave! That's about it. Uh, this will help ensure no energy follows you once you leave the circle. Yes! Yes. But uh, I have to deal with my own consequences. What's the... What's the... my actions. What's the point, then? To do that? I don't know. You gotta do a <laughs> lot to close this thing out. This is kind of complicated. You gotta declare your intention to dismantle the circle. Oh, uh, we don't need that, You have dude. to draw your casting tool counterclockwise around the circle, so, like, uh, we don't against that, the dude. way that you made it. You gotta, like, do a lot of shit to make sure that you don't get fucked over dude, after doing dude. something with this. Honestly, you know just leave it open. Eh, like, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, demons. Oh, yeah. But well, that's, that's the thing. Like, why would you, like... Interact with that in the first place. They're like, hey, this is going to be super fun until you have to leave it. Don't ever forget to tell whatever the fuck you summoned to leave. Get it out of your house. You got to don't ever break the circle because you'll get you'll get killed. You got to close it out, box it up, throw it in a trash can. And forget I've it. got Dude. friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other the side. side. This is like fancy Ouija board. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh... What do you rate it, guys? Dude, uh, I'll rate it like that one person rated our our Spotify uh, less, oh, less than five stars, apparently. Oh, I believe someone did uh, like our podcast. We're so good. It's dude. almost like there's constructive criticism. You know what? Yeah. You know what's, just criticism. Hold on, hold on. You know what's funny, though, is that means currently there is only one person out there right now True. who has rated it under five stars. <clears throat> And if they listen to this episode, they're going to feel so called out. We don't know who they are. But, but you do. They do. But like, you know who they you know are. who they are. To be fair, like... Watch this plummet on Spotify. No, radio. well, to... <laughs> everybody's, everybody's like, like oh, yeah. really? Fuck well, you, see fuck the, you. See, the thing is, we don't care. Please, please, it's like, I just don't. personally wish it's like, oh, like... Reach, yeah. reach, reach out to us on, like, Instagram if you no. have actual feedback for us. We're not gonna Please read it, if, it's, if it's just like awkward. if it's just you being an ass. We're not gonna read it um, because we know our worth. You know what? Maybe the simple star reading is fine because at the end of the day, what does it matter? It's not really that funny, is it? No, no. Because a boulder could fall on somebody's head down there. Or something. An orphan. Orphan. Yeah. Thank what? You. Yeah. You're welcome. It's a TikTok guy. Yeah. Anyways, say um, one th- one through five star. What do you guys rate it? Point five because I don't want to fuck with that shit. Damn. Sorry, sorry, dude. I I give it the same rating, but also it's like we've already gone over all this stuff. 
about just this is in. just all just the magic stuff in. we've talked about before yeah, except we talked about it just it just yeah. tie, it just ties into a place <laughs> where demons. i don't want it to tie in i'm fine with just using my little wand by itself <laughs> oh, okay. i didn't mean to say okay. i didn't mean to okay. say little i didn't mean to say little dude i didn't well that's it that's it Wait, <laughs> no what do you, what do you read it justice what does steven read it five dude yeah. I learned so much about Five? witchcraft and the god and goddesses and guardians. Hey, and are you good? Do you need to talk? No. Okay. I just learned about the... Yeah, what'd you learn? Uh, That they're there. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that they're out there. They're hanging out. And you can summon them, I guess, if you try hard enough. And you also really <laughs> need to dismiss them when you're done. Dude, I learned me, that much at least. Your life some, will dude. actually be hell on earth if you don't yeah. close that portal. It's oh. real bad. All right, that's it. Who's next? Me. It's my topic. I just what? I just ripped it, dude. <laughs> Steven's pissed, but I'm not giving him any opportunity to get some fresh air. Um, let's Hot just keep box. going. Mm, it smells so good. Anyways, uh, I was trying to think of... Hit my laptop. I was trying to think of... Uh, uh, but, like, I normally do what I do uh, when I'm trying to find a um, a topic for my pod, like, my podcast segment. You pull out your diary of a wimpy kid. You pull out your diary of a wimpy kid VHS set in your tissues? Yes. Um, no, I asked my girlfriend what I should talk about, and normally it's something I'm not going to talk about. What? Don't, you have a girlfriend? Don't leave that in. It's staying in. Damn it. Does she listen? Yeah. Hey. Hi. Dude, she she like likes all our videos and posts, so yeah, I think she follows yeah. us. She's hey, Judah's girlfriend. She's awesome, dude. She told me to talk about frog facts, so I pulled up some frog facts, oh. and then I'm going to talk about my segment, but I'm doing this to appease her. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I just looked up interesting, cool, cool frog facts, and hmm. here are some top ten frog facts. Uh, what are hmm. ten interesting facts about frogs? Frogs have to close their <laughs> eyes to swallow. A frog's eyes are sometimes in its mouth. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frogs don't have rib cages. Frog, I mean, most frogs can can jump uh, twenty times their body length. Frogs yes. breathe through their skin. Some frogs change color. Frogs live on every continent except Antarctica. Many frog species species are critically endangered. Um, oh. And then uh, the largest frog can get up to seven pounds and the size of a small child. It is Holy an endangered. Yeah, it's an endangered species. It's uh, a big ass frog. It is called the poop frog. The cre- no. creatine frog. Liar! No, no, no. It's uh, it can weigh nearly seven pounds on the size of a newborn baby. It's called the Goliath frog. It's it uh, wow. it's endangered. Is it really big? I I'd say so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. But anyways. That's those are some frog facts. I might I might just have frog facts at the beginning of my segment now to just you know have that. But That's um, cool. yeah, hmm. I I was trying to think today and I was <laughs> like, mm, Earth Day just happened, and I was like, what are the worst things that have happened? Now stick with me. This is gonna be a little bit of rabbit hole. What's and Earth you're gonna... Day? <laughs> is it about Earth? <laughs> I hate Earth Day. Wow, dude! Fuck Earth Anyways, Day. Anyways, um, I litter on Earth Day. You're, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to stick with me on my train of thought here. <laughs> so I was like, so genuine. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have to stick with me on this one. Whose is this? Mine. 
actually. Thank you. Okay, y'all are gonna have to stick that one with. Hurts. I don't like that kind. Hurts my hair. It's core. It's br- It's stiff. Yeah. It's I'm like sorry. It, it's like it's. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I was like, "Ooh, Earth Day," and I was like, "Normally, what I do is I think of something, and I'm like, what happened that was bad?" Yeah. And so I yeah. was like, "What's the worst things that have happened on Earth Day?'" Oh. And then I just found an article being like, "18 spectacularly wrong predictions that were made about Earth Day when it first started," and basically it was like that everybody was gonna fucking die in 30 to 20 years. <laughs> And, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to read these off. And it's just, like, it's the same thing over and over. And it's just, like, we're not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pat ourselves on the back for that one, we're, we're, We haven't gone extinct, and there's no mass starvation, and the fall isn't fall the, the fall. The sky isn't falling. We did it, guys. Um, the ice caps are going to melt us all. I was like, oh, what are some predictions that have been right? Ooh. And then I, I, the first thing I thought was, like, the first thing that I saw was, uh, predictions by Nostradamus, which is a philosopher, and basically it's a bunch of his quotes that could apply to anything. And they were like, "That's what it meant." Um, uh. I- I'll just I'll just give you an example of them linking his quote to Adolf Hitler. Whoa. Well, that okay, that one. Wait, now who is this dude? Nostradamus. What he do? He's a philosopher from 1555. Oh, okay. He made these quotes in 15... Okay, I'll just... I'll give you a little rundown. Give me some. But, like, there are some that make sense, but then others where they're like, this one part matched up to it, but no. Uh, Nostradamus published a book in 1555 containing 942 quote trains that allegedly predict the famous future events. Observers have come across a handful of predictions that do, that do seem to reflect real-world events, uh, and they spelled... Do as D U E instead of D O. So this guy is pulling a Simpsons before the Simpsons happened. Yeah, he was a philosopher. You know what's the crazy thing? Uh, is if you say anything, it could things happen. Are just bound to happen in the future. I could, I could be like, yeah, uh, there's gonna be but, a really big plane crash. Like, there's gonna be a really. It's probably gonna be the biggest plane ever made, and it's gonna wreck. Somewhere in out in the Europe. middle of nowhere, <laughs> and a lot of people are going to die on it. It's going to be very sad. There you go, and it's going to happen yeah. at some point, probably. In reality, most yeah. of Nostradamus's prophecies are poorly translated and vaguely worded enough to encourage tons of speculations. Oh, like um, there, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Like what I just did. The way they linked Hitler was from the depths. Okay, this one is kind of like okay, that's kind of wow. It says from the depths of West. Of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of East. Also, beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. Okay. Uh, no. This is what happened on, uh. on April 20th. 1889, Adolf Hitler was born in Austria, which is in Western Europe, but his family was middle class, not impoverished. Hitler did not... See, it's it's just like, well, this kind of links. Hitler did not rise to power in part due to his oratory abilities by his tongue will seduce. He did. He did rise in power because of that. Yeah, yeah. By a great troop, by invading Poland. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Some of Nostradamus' supporters have posited that Hister is a misspelling of Hitler, but that's actually a Latin term for the Danube. What the fuck? The Danube? I don't know. Isn't that a people? I think so, yeah. Uh, The bombing of Nagasaki? uh, Near the gates... Okay, I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to read the one that actually pissed me off, and then we'll get on to the actual segment. Please, Um, Prediction. Earth... Okay, this is dumb, and I'm going to tell you what it links it to. Uh, I want you to... Okay. Earth-shaking fire from the center of the Earth will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then Erethusa will redden a new river. This guy isn't a philosopher. This guy is a fucking trying a wannabe prophet. Now, I want you to guess what they're trying to link that to. Is it? Is it 9-11? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. What happened? On the morning of September 11th, 2001, the two towers, the two great rocks of the World Trade Center in New York City, New City, collapsed after Al-Qaeda terraces. Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda, sorry. Terraces that, that... all the rest of it's bullshit because no, it wasn't Al-Qaeda. No, um, uh, Fire. <laughs> and then they were like, about the fire from the center of the earth doesn't connect with anything or the... It's just like... Ignore this. Ignore this. It said two great rocks. Two things. Two things? <laughs> the Twin Towers. <laughs> two, anything dude, but two, two great but rocks. But then I was like... And then I was like, okay, let's just look, look at some actual predictions that were right and wrong about the future. And we're just going to bounce between these. Um, okay. Predictions that were wrong about the future. Cars are just a fad. Um, uh, that's an interesting prediction there. <laughs> yeah. They, they weren't. <clears throat> um, the predictions that actually came true. Nikola Tesla predicted Wi-Fi and mobile phones in 1909. For more than 60 oh. years before the first cell phone and 90, 90 years prior to the introduction of Wi-Fi, Nikola, Nikola Tesla a gifted electrical engineer and former right-hand man of Thomas Edison told the the New York Times it will soon be possible to... to Okay, hold up. Um, It will soon be possible to transmit wireless messages all over the world so simply that any individual can carry and operate his own apparatus. See, this is coming from, like, insight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Someone with insight. The other dude was just like it. Kind of sounded like he was taking drugs and saying whatever came to his brain, like he was tripping on mushrooms. And then every time he closed his eyes, he saw something, and he was like, "Yes, yeah. um, that's it." Another another wrong uh, prediction was that our brains wouldn't be able to keep up with automobiles at all. What it said uh, uh, in a oh, reported uh. debate in Paris between a brain specialist and a uh, say. That's an interesting prediction. Yeah. About, that, like, cars would become too complicated for people. About the dangers of driving automobiles at high speeds because the brain can't keep up. It remains to be proved how fast the brain is capable of traveling. Yeah, I mean, Some we, people we, drive we, like it. If yeah. it cannot acquire an 8-mile-per-hour eight, eight speed, then an auto running at the rate of an of 80 miles per hour is running without the guidance of a brain. So they're oh. saying if you can't run at 8 miles per hour, then how is your brain going to move at 80 miles per hour? They're talking about your physical brain. Yeah. there's. Yeah. Well, they're wrong because yes. I've driven at 80 miles an hour, and <laughs> I've been pretty aware of my surroundings. Yes. Um, Jules Verne imagined a man on the moon in 1665. Okay. 
More than a century before Neil Armstrong took one giant step for mankind, science fiction author Jules Verne wrote about two men bound for the moon aboard a pro- abra- aboard a projectile fired into a cannon. Okay, hold up one second. Hold this up. isn't a prediction. That's not. Though. That's just somebody being like, "Ooh, this something could be launched at the moon and people could go there." Okay, that's a prediction. Because there's guess. the potential that. Nobody ever does it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. I guess. Uh, Jules Verne wrote about two men bound bound for the moon aboard a projectile fired from a cannon in his novel From Earth to the Moon. Verne even set the rocket launch in Florida, now the site of Kennedy Space Center. Okay. Oh. Pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Pretty, cool, pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty uh, cool. Another a wrong, a wrong prediction that was everything will be made out of steel. Thomas Edison yeah. invent, invented the light bulb, but he couldn't be right all the time. In an interview with the Miami Metropol, Metro, Metro, Metropolis, <laughs> Metropolis. Uh, in 1911, he went all in on America's booming steel industry, predicting the baby of the 21st century will be rocked in a steel cradle. His father will sit in a steel chair at a steel dining table, and his mother's boudoir... boudoir? Would your day? N- no, will be <laughs> sumptuously equipped with steel furnishings, uh, converted by cunning varnishes at the semblance of rosewood or mahogany or any other wood her ladyship fancies, out of steel. Uh, on the flip side, check out like the. That wrong. Yes, yeah. we do have a lot of metal around. This could this could also be. I I I, I get it. He's being literal, but this is also in an industry sense. Yeah. yeah, industrial, yeah. industrialism. I don't think he was being like too heavy-handed with like saying that people are going to actually rock metal, their metal, children metal. metal cribs. Maybe but he I might mean, have been. Fuck, there are metal cribs though. There are metal cribs, metal rocking chairs. True. Fucking all kinds of metal stuff. You can't yeah. deny. Yeah, you can't deny that metal is. Like but he was saying it was going to be like a common household thing. Like I mean, every, <laughs> everything is chrome in the future. That's what he was basically saying. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Then like, yeah, it's like jets. And uh, another yeah. another real one was Ray Bradbury foretold earbuds in 1953. What? In a poetic passage in Fahrenheit 451, that would make 451, 451. That would make Steve Jobs jealous. Ray Bradbury described how <clears throat> the now ubiquitous. Did I say that ubiquitous? right? Ubiquitous. Miniature headphones this way. And in her ears, the little seashells, the thrimble... God damn, I cannot speak today. You always pick, like, the, the hardest things to read. Yeah. yeah. And in her ears, the little seashells, the thimble radios tamped tight, and an electronic ocean of sound, of music and talk and music and talk coming in. Coming in on the shore of her unsleeping mind. Is this huh. from a song? Said these famous moments in history never actually happened. Just gotta know that. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's just poetic. It's that he just said people, it in a yeah. poetic way. Well, this it was like one, the guy who made the... I, I don't know. This one is kind of like I don't think that's a wrong prediction. Uh, because I'm still it's, not sure about the earphones. It's kind right? of true for most people is that recorded music will destroy all musical ability. And is that wrong? Uh, in 1906, composer mm. John Philip Sousa warned the world about the menace of mechanical music. 
In his article attacking machines that brought symphonies into people's homes, he bemoaned the fact that fewer and fewer cheap lutes were being purchased, all because the automatic music devices are usurping their places. Can um, I... One second. I have a, I have a rebuttal against that. I, one second. And he foresaw a dire era in which music can be heard in the homes without the labor of study and close application. Okay. And See, without the slow mm-hmm. process of acquiring a technique, it will be simply a question of time when the amateur disappears entirely, and with him, a host of vocal and instrumental teachers who will be without a field of calling. Someone should warn the School of Rock franchise, is what they added at the end. But my my thing is, is like, okay, the He's thing right. about having music in the home, yeah, but you have a lot of untalented people who are getting a lot of fame, and they're not talented, it's just so he's, like he's right. He's kind of right in a sense that you're, it's you're not even. A lot of famous people don't have any fucking talent. If they have enough money or they know how to use a software, yeah, they can have talent. And they don't know how to use a real instrument. They can't even well, use their own voice. I would See, say though, this is and yeah. this is what I was gonna say is like I get it. I do, uh, and that's like the frustration of people who have. Like, like uh, you see it online now with artists, and then you've got the AI-generated art yes. that is creating art that people are like, ooh, and then you have artists like, ah, they didn't do any work to get this that. Is the I'm same so angry. Yeah. I'm so angry that they didn't do anything, and I've been working so hard. Yeah. And it's just, it's moving to a new platform. It was the same with that. You've now just got a lot at your fingertips online instead of like, oh, now I, if I want to make music, I have to buy a guitar and a drum set, and I have to buy, which is all fucking expensive, expensive when I could just sit down and buy a computer one time and get a bunch of different apps, a drum app, a guitar app, a whatever app, put it all together in one app, and now I have a symphony that I myself have created for a couple of dollars. However, yeah. there's a noticeable... that there's There's a perfect... The fear is, is that lazy laziness and lazy writing will replace actual quality Musician. and talent. Absolutely. However... And I've also had the thought before of if the apocalypse happened, music... Would music cease to exist? How would you tune your instruments without electricity? You would just and have if to you have buy a good ear. ear by yep. ear, what happens if you can't translate that to somebody else? True. Your pianos go out of tune eventually. Yeah. You're even, like, tuning hammers, like tuning um, forks go well, out of tune eventually. The thing is... We've had music. I feel like we talked about this before. We've had music far before we've had electronics. Yeah. And we've always kind of figured it out before. So I feel like we just, now that we're in this era, it's hard to think of life without yeah. the electronics that we've had helping us along the way. <laughs> so it's but a bit of good or bad. Still, Dude, which yeah, is we're another, still capable. another point of a wrong prediction was electricity is just a fad. Um, Dude, so what said, a fucking bold... Wow. Junius Morgan to his son, J.P. Morgan. J.P. had hired Thomas Edison to wire up his mansion, making it the first private residence in New York to have electric lighting. Luckily Mm. for his bank account, J.P. Morgan didn't listen to Dad and invested heavily in Edison, eventually financing General Electric. Financing General Electric. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I mean, there's there's a lot more, so, I mean, we can end it there. Yeah. That was a, a kind of like, yeah. Dude, how cool. Huh. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. What a, what a, like, it's so weird to me to think that people would see, like, life-altering things like a vehicle, a thing that moves 
on its own for the most part with like a couple, like you put some liquids in it and it goes and they're like, nah, it's a fad. Nah. <laughs> People aren't going to be using that. I guess, but I'm sure there are some things in our lifetime right now where there's like, oh, we think it's just a trend and then all of a sudden it's going to become like part of life. True, true. You know, yeah. like maybe even like flying vehicles. It seems like a Jetsons thing. Yeah, it's like a joke. This is my prediction for the future. Uh-huh. I think in 20 years we are going to have flying vehicles and there's going to be World War 3. Wow, thanks for that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not. I don't want to make my any predictions. Predi- my prediction oh. is in 20 years there won't be World War 3. Yeah. Now we'll see who's right. My Ooh. predictions is that in 20 years Something's gonna happen. <gasps> Wait, hold up. I'll, oh. I'll pull. I'll pull. Uh, I'll pull up philosopher moment. It's not even philosophy. It's just there's gonna be fire from the west into Eurasia, and urethras will be hardened. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. Hmm. Stars colliding into water. Water becometh stone. Stones spread many far and wide. People eat stone. There you go. See, you got to make a philosopher's prediction. Philosopher's prediction. Sacramento Safaba. Yep. In the east, oh. there will be great rumblings and tum- tumult underneath the ground. There will uh, um, societies will fall. Oh, oh. But out of that. Will rise friendships. <laughs> Dude, yes. that's a fortune cookie. You were, you were quite literal with that one. Your lucky numbers are 5, 9, and <laughs> oh, 28. God. Your lucky numbers are uh, 7, 3, and 23. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Justice, what are your lucky, lucky numbers? numbers oh. you your lucky numbers are 1, 1, 1, okay. 1. Okay, no, no. It's only three. In? One. Okay. Cool. It's only one. Nice. Dude, that would be crazy if you get, like, it's all... This dude's like, yeah, my lucky numbers, it's just one one all the way across. You know what else is a lucky number? Three? It's your segment now. Steven's segment. It's your turn. Steven's turn. It's your turn. Steven's turn. You've defecated yourself at least six times now. it's your turn. I will have you know this is the third time I farted. Steven, it's your turn. Um, Steven, it's your turn. Not gonna lie, that was kind of fun making predictions like that. Just yeah. to just to shoot the shit like that. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. And in it's your heart, gonna... wondering, am I actually predicting the future, <laughs> knowing fully damn well that there's You're probably not. nothing yeah, being probably predicted? Not. But hey, you know. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Steven. Welcome to my topic. Hi. Uh, I'm gonna go shout out to my coworker Bo. Hi. And I did ask. It's okay to mention his name. Oh, cool. Okay. Shout out to my coworker, Bo. I will only use first name. Hey, Bo. Um, he Bo. suggested... Oh, hold on. How you doing, Bo? Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. So he talked to me and was like, you know what? Hey. What if, like, the government actually started using criminals to, like, achieve, like, like all these tasks and stuff, like Suicide, suicide Squad? squad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you know what, dude? That actually sounds like something the government would do, like, yes. it, like using people I, as Suicide I Squads. they do that. They do that. Uh, if they do, they sure as hell don't put it out on the internet, because it's probably low-key illegal. Why would they do that? Yeah, yeah I know. that is, like... 
So I why wouldn't you do? So that? thank you both for my topic. Uh, unfortunately, it's not going to be about Suicide Squads. Oh. In a way, it is. In a way, but not the way you think it is. Oh. So I got on a little rabbit trail. I did my research. Basically, the internet was like, "Yeah, there have been Suicide Squads for military projects from military personnel." I was like, "Okay, all right." I mean, yeah, sure. They're like impossibly hard, like operations military personnel personnel have to pull off and they might most likely die trying to do that but this isn't like on the lines of suicide squad so i couldn't find anything like that however i got down a little rabbit hole a rabbit like a a deep rabbit hole so i looked this up and i looked up real life i'm just gonna take that away because this is gonna be my whole segment there's another little story that i only want an article for and this one's gonna take my, my my entire segment okay I said, I looked up, has there been real-life suicide squads? And their answer, Google's answer was, from Wikipedia, military and wartime. At the same time, many individuals or groups voluntarily undertake suicide missions in times of war. For example, both the Waffen-SS and the Imperial Japanese Army were known for executing what would be what yeah. could be labeled as suicide missions throughout the Second World War. Kamikazes. Kamikazes. Yeah. That would be... So that's as what close meant, as I got. I was about to say, what you meant by suicide squads was like an A actual team of prison. Yeah. Like Looking for, for lesser sentences. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there have been. They don't talk about it because no shit yeah, is illegal. This is like illegal. Like yeah, we. This you've is outside done a of crime, law. but like we, if you do this thing, you Favor. don't do crime. And I looked this up, and you know what? So, I looked this up. Uh, do you guys know what happened in on May fourth, nineteen eighty six? The fourth of July. May 4th, 1986. So, Star Wars. No. <laughs> the 4th of July. I actually saw an indie horror game made about this, about the experiences. There are actually three gentlemen, I think Russian and Ukrainian, uh, on May 1986, just a few days after the initial disaster, mechanical engineer Alexei Anenenko, senior engineer Valery Bespalov, and shift supervisor Boris Baronov stepped forward to undertake a mission that many consider to be suicide. This is the story of the three men who prevented Chernobyl, Chernobyl. from becoming worse. I called it. Uh, Thank yes, you for yes. think. You're right. welcome. No, I said it at the same time you said it, so okay. it sounded good. Yeah, Chernobyl. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I know the story, but I... So, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you've heard this. I want to hear it. This is, Have you heard the story? Probably. This I, is about, I like it. This is about the three people who stopped Chernobyl from becoming worse. Just, spoiler alert, they died. Nope. No, they died, dude. Nope. They're dead. Two are still alive to this day. No, they're dead. <laughs> they're not though. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, like, actually, oh yeah. Check um, the news. Do you should know, talk do you know to my why? mom about it. Do you know it, why? Dude. Do you know why? So this my article, mom told me that they died. This was right. during the Soviet Union. There was a lot of Soviet Union propaganda and papers that said, "Oh yeah, these men died shortly after the hospital. Everything." They actually all. Uh, you know what? Let's get on to the story. Okay. So oh these God. three. Wait, hold on. God damn it. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I just remembered. No, you're good. That they're. They. I was saying, God damn it, had... so like my story, my rhythm's thrown off because I had to like yeah, jump yeah, yeah, to yeah. the very end already. Yeah. So basically, there was this. They had something similar to that where they offered men who were old enough to go into war in that you know like the whatever the age range was in the, for the Soviets. They, it was you had two options. You could either go fight 
for a year or no, like whatever the, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. There was a certain amount of time, a couple of years to fight in war, or you could go for like 10 minutes and clean up Chernobyl. And there if you ever, like a lot of people were like, yeah, I'll just go clean up Chernobyl. And they all died from radiation. Yep. It's uh, dude. Chernobyl has claimed uh, affected, I think, millions of people and claimed thousands of lives. That's crazy, dude. It's still you still can't go there because uh, the elephant foot. Dude, it literally it's Chernobyl down, still. It's still, and like, I'll go ahead and look this one up. Um, it's speculated. It's it's speculated that either from twenty to twenty thousand years, Chernobyl will be inhabitable. You know what I've heard? 20,000 years? It is projected at least 20,000 years, according to a 2016 report. What I've heard is... Because, I mean, radiation radiation is, like, it decreases exponentially, kind of. Like, it it decreases over a period of time. But it's not... It takes long... I don't know. But um, what I was saying is I've heard the Chernobyl show was good, and I really want to watch that. They have a show? Yeah. Uh, I heard that is very inaccurate. Oh, really? I actually yeah, bro, saw a little bit of a tidbit as like, yeah, this is actually known, this is actually praised for how inaccurate it is. Oh. Oh. So That's maybe what I heard, I guess. I, I think so. Because if they said those three men died, they're lying out through their teeth. Yeah. So, because literally two of them are still alive to this day. Gotcha. And what area, so the whole Chernobyl incident, it still covers 30 kilometers around the whole plant and is considered the exclusion zone. And uh, for our American viewers... The no-no zone. The don't go zone. 30, 30 kilometers all around is 18 miles of land. Like 18 miles all around. Damn! That's still a big amount of space. That's yeah, that's, that's a good. lot. That's, that's a good chunk big. of land to keep still have radiated. Yeah, that's not including everything else like that's what it was still affected around it. Well, and let me. it says radioactive fallout scattered over much of the northern hemisphere via wind and storm patterns, but the amounts dispersed were in many instances insignificant. Yeah. It, it was like diluted radiation, basically. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about these good fellows. Uh, people speculate that the whole uh, Chernobyl incident would not have gotten any worse. Not, like, negating the hero- heroism of these three men. They stopped the... All right, let's just, uh, let's Dude, just talk about this. <laughs> I'm built different. I would have I stopped it. Dude, I could have eaten the elephant's foot and saved everybody. I'm just everybody. built different, dude. I'm just built if different. I just go in wearing five hazmat suits, I can go and touch the elephant's foot. All right. So this is history.co.uk, um, the history website. Yeah. History is littered with events that evoke powerful memories with the utterance of just one word. Elephant. That one, one of those words being Chernobyl. Yes. On April 26, 1986, a Chernobyl uh, nuclear power plant near the city of Pripyat in Ukraine, a late night safety test went wrong and the world experienced the worst nuclear act. Nuclear. Nuclear. Uh, sorry, I'm not nuclear George Nuclear missiles. Bro, you know what I'm kind of thinking of? Just mm. real quick. I wonder what it would feel like to be hit by radiation. Is it like like that? Like if you were to stand away from the elephant's foot, what does it feel like? Heat? Do you feel Dude, anything? And I would just assume start feeling bad. I like, would assume that it just completely. You know how like 
when you you get older is your body is losing its energy to reproduce cells. Yeah. And not reproduce cells, but divide and be able to regenerate your skin and stuff like that. That's why you see old people's skins like just bleh. Yeah, I, I would. I would this. assume that it just yeah, what it what it feels like. It, I don't want to Google that. I I would assume it just feels like your atoms are being fucked with, and you just lose all of your energy. Yeah, like because it's basically just scrambling your genetics. It kills through. your cells. Yeah, actually. like it's just killing your is it physical like, life. Is it hot? Like what the fuck does that feel like? You know I just. What I, mean? I would imagine it feels physical, but it doesn't hurt, and you just feel tired and die. I would it's, assume either that yeah, or you feel sick. your bones you feel are on really fire. Sick. I feel like it's like if it's not like an immediate boom. Like okay, well, for example, nauseating. for example, I've heard horror stories of chemo radiation, which is radiation therapy, yeah. which is like it makes like all of your organs hurt. Basically, your body hurts, Ugh. you peeing hurts, everything hurts. Hey, you want to know something weird? Uh, we their would... piss becomes toxic. Honest, actually, their pee becomes toxic. I, I did know that. Oh yes. Uh, if you if our brains did not actively block out the sensation, we would be able to feel our organs moving around in the I've body. I thought about that. I've it's heard true. Our I brains can feel my like, stomach. Sometimes. Our brains numb the the uh, sensation of them moving. around. Your body digesting is actually like I think extremely painful. Yeah. Like I think you. That's you, so weird. Yeah. I've, that's so I've crazy. I've heard. I've physically thought about my organs before and i feel like i've I've been able to feel my organs sloshing around when i move and if i have if i have too much water in my stomach too you can feel your organs sloshing and hitting around each other yeah like let's talk about chernobyl Chernobyl. yeah Yeah, this is getting way off beat sorry the disaster released for uh this disaster uh dozens of people were killed in the immediate aftermath and thousands more in the ensuing years so thousands of people have died over the over the years um the disaster released 400 times more radiation into the atmosphere than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima and contaminated... Oh, my God. Yes. So this is this is what Chernobyl ensued without being stopped. Not that it would have gotten worse, I heard. Yeah. I've heard there are theories. This is only theories. This guy... I saw this guy comment on Quora.com that he, like, printed out a whole scientific sheet of how it wouldn't have really gotten worse. But others speculate that the whole of Europe would have been uninhabitable. Oh my God! If dude, it that would have been that would have been speculated. Crazy. However, yeah. I don't think that would have been the case. That would have been pretty cool, though. It would have been the most terrifying. It, that would have horrifying. been the worst We should make a prediction about that. Well, I, I guess aside from Hitler, <laughs> I, dude, I was honestly that would be worse because like that is. It's a it's a mass amount of land that you will never be able to repopulate in in like a, in many many lifetimes. Yeah, but I, I don't think it would have happened like that. People just speculate. Yeah, yeah. Pure speculation. The disaster released four hundred times more radiation to the atmosphere than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima and contaminated millions of acres of surrounding land. It also caused like a lot of uh, defects with uh, animals and farmland, yeah, the wildlife. Few people realize, though, that the scale of destruction could have been far worse if it weren't for the bravery of three volunteers. On May 4th, 1986, just a few days after the initial disaster, mechanical engineer Alexei Anenenko, senior engineer Valery Bespolov, and ship supervisor Boris Baranov stepped forward to undertake a mission that many considered to be suicide. They were advised that if they did not survive, their families would be taken care of. The outcome of their mission would decide the fate of millions of people, its importance and unparalleled in its magnitude and represents Oh, its importance was unparalleled in its magnitude and represents one of history's greatest sliding door moments. So what exactly was their mission? 
So on the day of the disaster, in an effort to control the blazing fire, firefighters pumped water into the nuclear reactor. One of the side effects was that it flooded the basement with radioactive water. This basement contained the valves that, when turned, would drain the bubbler pools that sat beneath the reactor and which acted as a coolant for the plant. Within a few days, it was discovered that molten nuclear... Elephant's foot. Yeah. Within a few days, it was discovered that molten nuclear material was melting through the concrete reactor floor, making its way slowly down towards the pools below. So if the lava-like substance made contact with water, it would cause a radiation-contaminated steam explosion that would destroy the entire plant, along with its three other reactors, causing unimaginable damage and nuclear fallout the world would struggle to recover from. Holy Holy mother of God! Dude. So the pools containing some 20 million liters of water had to be drained, and the only way to do that was to be by manually turning the correct valves down in the now flooded basement. Dude, you know what? So these three guys had to fix this. You know what's crazy? Underwater. Is that that this isn't like fake shit. No. This is something that could have been a real thing. Yeah. We could have, like, a massive portion of our planet could just be gone right now. Uh, like, not, uh, like irredeemable. People Think theorize that it would be... Warfare. The nuclear... <laughs> the stuff would be localized a lot in around Chernobyl, but it would have a drastic effect yeah, around the absolutely. It would have a drastic effect on weather itself. <laughs> yeah. It... I don't think it would be a global scale from what people said, but it... I mean, dude... It could be pretty I mean, bad. I mean... At least it would affect, like, the the country. Oh, uh, fuck. Chernobyl's in Ukraine, right? Yes. It would affect... Yes. It, it, would, it, it would it No, no, it's Ukraine. All right, so if the three courageous men were not successful in their mission, the Chernobyl death toll was likely to reach the millions. Fantastic. Ooh. Nuclear physicist Vasily Nesterenko declared that the blast would have had a force of three to five megatons, leaving much of Europe uninhabitable for hundreds of thousands of years. Speculation. That is just yeah, speculation. Because yeah, we don't really know. Yeah, thank God we don't know yeah. what would have happened. Dressed in wetsuits and equipped with just a flashlight, the three volunteers jumped into the darkness of the basement below and went in search of the crucial valves. So. Wait, I just I want to say, I love how these people were like, um, we don't know if they actually stopped it from getting worse or not. Well, would you want, yeah. did you want yeah, them to not do anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go So ahead. basically, yeah. and I will preface this, Fire. I don't know if this story is gonna um, say this, but firefighters beforehand had pumped, tried to pump water out yeah. so they could swim. They did not swim. It was only knee deep water at that point, still in a heavily radiated area. I they weren't safe from anything. I saw yeah. this one swimming. I saw a game made about this. That's what I'm talking about. The yes. indie, the indie horror. There was an indie horror game where you really? played as these three yes, people while the basement is slowly flooding, oh. dude. And it played as well as you think it would. Dude, radiation, dude. It was so easy to die from radiation yeah. in that game. Did Obviously, we play it? no. I watched Markiplier, Markiplier play it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we watched Markiplier. it together, yeah. right? So shout out Markiplier. Dressed in wetsuits and equipped with... Yes, Markiplier needs a shout-out. Dressed in wetsuits and equipped with just a flashlight, the three volunteers jumped into the darkness of the basement below and went in search of the crucial valves. The events that follow have been turned into somewhat of a modern myth. Okay. For decades after the event, it was widely reported that... Okay, yeah. Swam through the radioactive water in near darkness, miraculously located the valves, even after their flashlights had died, escaped, but were already showing signs of acute radiation syndrome and sadly succumbed to radiation poisoning a short while later. 
They were apparently buried in lead coffins. That is myth, and this is not uh, the true story. Okay. So Andrew, there's actually a specific dude who made this book, True Noble uh, 12340 in 2016, uh, Andrew Leatherbarrow. Spent five years researching the disaster and discovered a slightly different, yet no less heroic turn of events. The basement was flooded with radioactive water, but firefighters had previously pumped some of it out. So by the time the men jumped into the water, it was only at knee height. Yeah. They weren't the first to enter either, either as others had already gone into the basement to measure the radiation levels, although little to nothing is known about the fate of these people. Who oh, measured yeah, it. so probably... So they man. probably died trying to get a reconnaissance on yeah. it. The discovery of the, val- discovery of the valves was still miraculous, though, as Leatherborough states. The men entered the basement in wetsuits, radioactive water up to their knees in a corridor stuffed with a myriad of pipes and valves. It was like finding a needle in a haystack. Dude, what so, the fuck? Dude, yet they found that needle before the molten reactor core above them had melted its way down through the ceiling. A sigh, a sigh of relief was breathed all, uh, breathed all around. So an Anonenko was later quoted, one of the dudes, as saying to the Soviet media, everyone at the Chernobyl NPS nuclear power station was watching the operation. When the searchlight beam fell on a pipe, we were joyous. The pipe led to the valves. We heard the rush of water out of the tank, and in a few more minutes, we were being embraced by the guys. The men exited the basement as heroes and rejoiced with their colleagues over a job well done. I'm surprised they didn't die. Dude, listen, yeah, I think they're about to talk about the fates of them, too. So the three men would live longer than a few weeks, and none succumbed to ARS, as modern myth would have you believe. They didn't die from radiation. How? I don't, dude, they lived. So did they get radiation poisoning? And they just no. didn't die. They just didn't get they, any they, of it. They, they, ARS, ARS, which was acute radiation symptoms syndrome, Synd- syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a syndrome. so so they didn't succumb to that. They might have. They, I think they were rushed to the hospital still, but yeah. they lived. That's crazy. What the fuck? So as dude, a t- they they had to be affected somehow. Just they just didn't die from it. They just didn't die from it. Yeah, they. I guess they recovered. This if they were a, affected, they recovered. They got a free vasectomy. <laughs> I guess. As of 2015... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Probably, actually. (laughs) Yeah. As of 2015, it it is Soviet. What? Soviet, Russia. Yes? Soviet Union. Probably, actually. What are you talking about? I was saying the radiation made them have blanks, dude. Oh. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like the, they, they snipped they so there was okay. See, I thought I thought both of those. It's either the radiation blew their testicles up <laughs> or the the Soviet Union said and now you can't have babies and they cut their tubes. <laughs> either way, as of 2015, it was reported that two of the men were still alive and still working in the nuclear industry. Holy shit, dude. Dude, Why? these guys are like, yes, we're still going to work in there. I would be gone. Unless I they wonder if they had a choice in it. They had to pay yeah. millions, dude, for me to be able to... Like, if I if I almost fucking died of radiation and they were like, all right, keep working for us, I'd be like, you're paying me a lot more than you've yeah. already paid me, dude. So the... Yeah, dude, there's no way. You there's know no what, way. though? Here, here's the here's the thing. But they probably didn't I have would, a choice to work anymore. I, if it was life or death and somebody was like, hey, only you can go in here and, like, save the world, I'd do it for free. But if I live afterwards, I better get a lot of money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, for absolutely. Free. I, uh, yeah, and afterwards, like, yep. Free. It's like, yeah, now let's bring <laughs> it in. Let's give me the money. I live. My family is covered. Yeah. I'm covered. 
I'm a hero. <laughs> I deserve it. So the first, the dude who died, uh, the only guy who died as of now, uh, the third man, uh, the Boris Baranov, the super shift supervisor, passed away in 2005 of a heart attack, uh, oh. which was not, I don't know if it was, it wasn't linked to any radiation That's problems. insane. So though, although our knowledge of the event is now somewhat clear thanks to Leather Barrow, he admitted that some of the best sources on the subject have yet to be translated since the Soviet government wanted to downplay the disaster. Yeah, I know that was like a really big... Because they, they big tried thing. to cover it up because they wanted to be like, oh, we didn't almost incredibly fuck up like a lot. Yeah. So over 30 years later and the true scale of destruction caused by Chernobyl is still a hotly debated subject... Wow. Gonna be honest, three nuclear reactors seem like they would probably cause a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. So what is not up for debate, though, is the incredible level of bravery shown by these three men on the fateful day in May 1986, and living through it, might I add. What the fuck? They knew exactly the risks involved and were prepared to give up everything in order to save the lives of an incomprehensible number of people. So in the coming months and years around... So what now? In the coming nuts. The coming nuts. In the months and years around, 600,000 decontaminated decontamination workers, known as liquidators, were brought in to help clean up after the accident. Yeah. They significantly helped to limit the short and long-term damage the disaster had caused, but thousands of them paid the ultimate price. Dude. Their bravery and sacri- sacrifice should also be remembered alongside the heroism of Chernobyl. Dude, seeing, like, pictures of Hiroshima yeah. uh, and... and yeah. um, Chernobyl victims is, uh, it's awful. It's like dude, it's terrifying terrible. what it does to a person's body. It's, yeah, dude. I think the worst I've heard of radiation was the dude who died, day like was dead and In then hours? didn't. No, no, he died over like his body was. There was this dude, and this is a legit story. Who was working in a nuclear power plant? Something went wrong with the nuclear rods, and there was an explosion. The shockwaves of radiation went straight through his body, but he felt totally fine. Days later, like, a, a little bit after that, he was rushed to the hospital because the dude is basically a walking corpse. He was alive, he was conscious, he thought he was fine, but the radiation killed every single cell in his body. And his body basically, I don't know if we can keep this in the podcast, Power of the mind, but in the really. hospital, his body fell apart because his cells were no longer regenerating. Oh his skin, God. no longer regenerating. He was alive, but also dead at the same time. Oh, dude, dude, what the? So he, his body, his he body was fell de- apart because it was no longer regenerating the cells. He was like a cells. zombie. He was like a fucking zombie. He was alive and conscious, and he decomposed in the hospital. It's like his. He was like decomposing, like while he was alive. Yeah. Ooh. His body was dead, but like mentally and spiritually, he was still alive. But <laughs> funny yeah. podcast, guys. The <laughs> oh, choice oh. of radiation and nuclear disasters. Oh, Anyways, right. let's not focus on that. Okay, it's great. Guys. Day, great time. So, from hey. what I saw, one of the people, I, I know, but but to end it on a good note, I think in 2016, the new uh, the president of Ukraine uh, gave the dude, on uh, uh, what's his name? Sorry, hold on. Oh, Alexei Anonenko, he gave him a uh, a medal or uh, gave him acknowledgement and uh, for his bravery. Cool. Yeah. Which is now. I'm not gonna say that one. All right. Well, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the episode. If you liked what you saw, 
Make sure to rate us uh, five stars on Spotify Please. and however you can interact with us on Amazon Music. Please yeah, do. Absolutely. Uh, and also be sure to check us out on Instagram. Where uh, you can follow us on our account, TBOBcast, where we post reels and we post behind-the-scenes photos and behind-the-scenes videos. And we keep you updated on new episodes on that platform as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you I... for listening in. Bye, y'all. Okay, um, bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Please share with your friends if you enjoy us, please. Oh, bye. Please share us if you enjoy. Please bye. share us if you enjoy, please. Bye. Thank you. Oh, my name is Pop It.